Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. Today is September 19, 1-9. I don't know how it got to be September already. 2021 is a beautiful Sunday. I'm here at the bright red desk. I just finished working. I'm going to send out the readings, and I got a nice piece of fish and some green beans up for dinner. Um, and it is the beginning of a new week. This week, <clears throat> the sun goes into Libra which invites us to partner and party and create. And, of course, one of my favorite things about the sun ingressing and changing signs, especially when it does it at the equinoxes, which is when the light is balanced between the two day, you know, between day and night, um, and it's right at the equator. One of the things you can do on the sun at zero, the equator, is the egg balances perfectly. So what you want to do is you want to go, okay, let me um, go and balance that egg. I'm going to go balance that egg and have a very strong energy around what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to go. So it's a great day for you to do that. And I encourage you, be, in this case, the um, the sun, uh, as I was just doing something else, which isn't here right now. Hang on one second. I, I do things and then I forget. I forget that I did them. Too much Neptune, man, lately. Too much Neptune. There we go. Okay. Oh, I prepared it. I prepared it, and then I did something else and wiped it out. So you know, it's that kind of day. Um, all right. So let's get the sun up. So the sun goes into Libra, um, and I did it wrong again. Sorry, guys. It's Mercury in its shadow. Yeah. Let's all let's all do the. There we go. Try for the time. Three, three is the charm. Okay, so the sun goes into Libra at 3.20 p.m. September 2.2. And at that point, when you put an egg on the ground, it will stand up on its head. And in about 20 minutes after, when the sun goes over the equator, it'll kind of just slowly tip over again, like eggs do. You know how they kind of roll around? They don't stand because Earth is tipped. So you can't stand an egg because even though we don't feel like it's tipped, the egg knows it's tipped, so it tips over. But on the equinox, when you stand that egg there on its head, it sits there for like a half an hour. It's very cool. So I always recommend people do it 3.20 p.m. East Coast time. So it's not in the middle. Sometimes they're in the middle of the night. I don't get up for those. But I will be balancing an egg, and I hope you are too, on September 2.2 um, because of that that lovely equinox energy. So the energy, of of course, invites us to take action action and move forward and do new things and now i have the hiccups i don't know i think it's going to be one of those shows uh where we're being encouraged to take action now last week of course we had all these reveals mercury is in his retrograde shadow venus went into scorpio a week ago friday and all sorts of stuff came out we heard about mark milley calling the chinese people we heard you know all this stuff like politically and then personally we had things come out. I, I had a couple of things I was surprised to find out about. And I heard from a lot of people in my world about things they found out about that they didn't know were going on. Um, so it was a reveal week. So now that the information's been revealed and Mars, you know, Mercury's moving forward, he doesn't go retrograde until the 27th. So we still have more to find out. But now with the sun going into Libra, um, instead of in Virgo, we may not feel so criticized by it. We may be able to find a little more of a balance with it because Virgo, it felt very critical. 
You know, it felt like, what are you doing to me? Why did you do that to me? Because Virgo Sun is sensitive, right? Answering to Mercury in, in Libra, answering to Venus in Scorpio, well, it's for the best. This is why I do it for the best. And you want to go, really? You think that needs to happen? And the answer is yes. That's why they did it, right? And you're kind of like, wow, I didn't know you felt that way about me. Or I didn't know you felt that way about my thing. And they did. And now they told you. And now your job is to decide what you want to do about it because this is where we get our free will and our choice. So whatever you found out last week, whatever came to light that you thought, gee, this is going to solve the problem, it didn't. It doesn't. There's still the problem. But you have to decide how you want to act and react to it. And that's going to be a lot easier this week after Mercury gets out of sensitive Virgo or the sun, rather, gets out of sensitive Virgo and goes into Libra. He calms down a lot. But before he does that, he does have a little sesquiquadrate with Uranus on the world point. And that's going to happen on September 21st. Um, and, that, you know, and that sun sesquiquadrate Uranus might be a bit of a surprise because even though Uranus and Taurus, we kind of think of him as placid and kind of hanging out, you know, causing the food shortages, causing those staffing shortages, shortages that we see around things that are of value. Well, now Uranus in Taurus is answering to Venus in Scorpio. So we're kind of like, really? I mean, I was watching the news last night and they were talking about the vet shortage. I'm like, veterinarian shortages? Well, a lot of people adopted dogs with the, you know, with the uh, the COVID and, and all those dogs, they cleaned out the shelters, which is good. Now there's pet shortages, but there's vet shortages too. So it's watching for the shift. And as Uranus goes, you know, he's answering to Venus and Scorpio because he's in Taurus, right? So the whole heavens, you know, are really talking to Venus and Scorpio one way or another because she's kind of in charge and, you know, and she can be nice. She also can swatch, swap places with Mars and Libra. It's a condition they call mutual reception, where they change slots and do different things. And um, there's a whole energy there of, uh, you know, how do they do it? Mars, Mars can become Scorpio-like and Venus can become Libra-like, so she can be very charming while being strategically, taking strategic action behind the scenes. And that's what you want to do. You want to take strategic action. You want to point out to someone something they might not have thought about. Uh, and if they were thinking, they might pay attention to this because it's important, and they might not. And that's okay. We're all in the middle of this wonderful evolutionary journey we call life. Now, I will do a shout-out. This weekend coming up, I'm going to be at Omega, uh, which is a wonderful cam uh, camp and camp center, counseling center, whatever. It's a wonderful retreat up in Rhinebeck, New York. Uh, a couple of people have said to me recently they're coming. And uh, <laughs> one, of, one of my uh, clients down, down south said, you know, Anne, we listened to you on Astrology Hub, and Rick Levine's going to be there, too. We like both of you. And I'm like, ooh, I hadn't thought of it about from that perspective. So Rick Levine's there if you hear me on Astrology Hub. We're also going to have Kay Taylor, uh, Maurice Fernandez, uh, Catherine um, Andron, and Kay Taylor. Um, so it's a nice group. And uh, thus far, the people I know that have told me they're coming, they're all fun. So I think we're going to have a really nice time. And it's in the woods, and the food's good. Although Judy said it wasn't as good as it used to be. Shout out to Judy. Um, 
and we're there for the week. And so we learn astrology Friday night, all day Saturday, ending at Sunday at noon. So not too late to sign up, Omega, O-M-E-G-A, and it's on the Internet. And it's a weekend of uh, the, the name, Maurice picked the name, and it's like evolution into spiritual consciousness. I'm going to be talking about Saturn. And I'm also going to be talking about the United States Pluto return, um, which will be fun, too. So, um, but yeah, definitely think of joining us if you can. No, you know, last minute hop in. You just have to be vaccinated to come up. Now, the other thing <laughs> that happened this week was we have a, you know, we have a new restaurant policy. And I'm going to talk about this with the Venus and Scorpio, and then we'll get into the astrology. We have a um, new policy here in New York that got passed in August, temporary, you know, practice time, and went into effect on September 11th, my birthday. Um, and if you go to a restaurant, you have to produce a vaccination card and a picture, a photo ID, and um, and then they let you in. And I had to do it when I went to Rose's Play uh, downtown. I did it twice, had to show my ID and my vaccination card. Um, and so there were Texas people, <laughs> people visiting from Texas, and they roughed up. Uh, there's a really great restaurant called Carmine's on the Upper West Side, really good Italian food, family style. You sit there, very hail fellow, you know, everybody's friendly. You talk to your neighbors, all that stuff. So they, they duked out the hostess at the at the bar cause they did, at the front gate because they didn't have their vaccine cards. Now, mind you, there's an outdoor seating, but I guess they didn't want that. And they got arrested and put in front of put in front of the desk tickets, and they have to appear on October 1st. One of them is a doctor. Um, you know, from Texas, and, and so that's all fine, you know. And they say, "Wow, you know, they come up here from Texas and beat us up," you know. So then today, I think it was today or yesterday, they announced. Well, they actually had been seating inside the restaurant, and they got pushed out of the restaurant, and then they had the fight. And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And of course, Carmine said that is not what happens, and they're they're planning a Black Lives Matter protest outside of the restaurant. I'm like, do you people not realize we have video cameras all over the city? Like, I'm sure the front door of Carmen's, Carmine's is videoed in addition to what the little user video was that got posted on the Internet. And it's going to show them walking up and duking this woman out. They weren't inside sitting down and then told to leave. They weren't called words and name. And I just was like, wow, wow. This is really interesting because Mercury is in Scorpio, Answering to Mars and Libra, we're going to stir up the crowd, get everybody mad, when in fact they were the ones that started the fight. So that's the energy to watch for, you know, because I always watch what the collective is doing. Like, watch where people are trying to stir up the fight, where they're trying to fight with you, where they're trying to pick a fight, they're trying to be mean, they're trying to get you going, or they're lying about how it happened. In this case, the lawyer was lying. You know, that he, you know, yeah, this is what happened. And I'm like, you know, that's not what happened. And besides, we're, I mean, they duked the woman out. But there's also going to be video cameras on all the buildings around showing they never were in the restaurant. So then when you go, well, if they lie like that, what do you do about it? And so that's the energy of the week. Because Mercury this week is going, is the reason I'm telling you the story. There, there's always a reason when I go long-winded on you like this. Mercury is going to trine Jupiter this week. But he also is going to square Pluto and oppose Eris. And, of course, he's slowing down. He is at, you know, he's moving slow because he's getting ready to station next week on the 27th, 26th, 27th, depending on where you live. 
So this week, he's not telling the truth. And so, or he may be telling the truth from his point of view. So I'm like, this guy made national news and he's lying about stuff. That's the energy. But it's also energy to provoke on purpose. So that means this week, you really want to watch when someone comes along and goes poke, poke, poke at you, that they're trying to provoke on purpose and decide if you want to bite or not. So in my case, I'm kind of like, you know, my, you know, my go-to is I go look up their charts on the Internet, right? I find their birthdays, and I look up their charts, and I go, yeah, yeah, okay, like, well, that's what's going on. But, but in the energy of the world, we're going to watch for people not, you know, stuff being revealed, which got revealed last week, poke, 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 to get you to kind of react, which it's doing, and then you have to decide how you want to handle it. Because Mercury, Mercury is not being truthy this week. He's not telling the truth. He's telling stuff to get everybody all stirred up. And then, of course, he's going to be retrograde for a few weeks, 21 days, and then he's going to go direct again. So we want to watch what comes out of people's mouths this week. We also have a full moon on September 20th, and that's going to be at 28 Air, Air, uh, Virgo Pisces. Now, that is according to the initiating story. That was March 20, 20th of 2020. And that's, of course, when we all got locked down. And back then, there was a new moon, and this is the full moon in companionship to it. So we're back to March, and we're looking at the story from then, and we're going back in March. We started something, and now we're having the full moon energy of it. So you want to go back and look at stuff that started in March, and you may find out something March of 2020, uh, 19, 18 months ago. You may find out something from then that you go, wow, I didn't know about that. Very important week for reveals. Very important week for seeing things. And so that full moon takes us back to March of 2020 when we had the new moon, right as we all got locked down with COVID. And now we have the aha, we have the seeing it, we have the understanding. So it's an interesting week. Mercury is not not being truthful. Um, I, you know, I get it. She's filmed on national TV punching out a hostess. And she's going to say, yeah, they were calling me the N-word. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, you know, mm, I don't know that that's, you want to say that nationally because we can throw a video camera up that says, no, that's not what happened. Now you're not only punched her out, you fibbed. You know, the cover-up is worse than the punch-out, right? You say, I had a cocktail. It was hot. I hit her. What can you know, I'm sorry. But now you're lying on top of it. So it's an interesting energy. We really are going to catch people in their lies. We're going to catch – or they're going to tell us stuff. And we're going to go, you've been doing what? You felt like what? You know, what? I mean, so when you find yourself going, what? You want to kind of back into it and go, yeah. That was done on purpose for a point to be made so that you have a responsibility. You have, a, you, have, you have some stuff in the game. You have some skin in the game. So if someone says something to you and you go, what? And you go, yeah, I wanted you to have a little skin in the game. That's the energy. Merc- Venus and Scorpio, she wants you to be involved. And if you're not involved, she wants to go, okay, I know how to, I know how to say something to you to get you involved. And indeed, she does. So it's an interesting week. Uh, interesting week indeed. So we'll see what happens. You know, we remember, we're living on planet Earth, these exciting times. <laughs> I'm ready for a little less excitement. Although I will say, I think when this is all over, I'm going to miss it. But at any rate, we're in exciting times. So as the sun finishes its journey this week and enters Libra on the, on the 22nd, balance that egg. 
but also recognize um, that we are in changing times and we get to discover how we want to respond to them, work with them, change with them. Right? So uh, that was a little long-winded, but hopefully helpful. And watch for people saying things on purpose to provoke you because they want to. Mars is also busy this week. He has, he has an aspect with the nodes of fate, suggesting there's opportunities and ways for you to work with things in a new way. And he also has a trine to Saturn, suggesting he's trying to um, uh, he's trying to get you to accomplish something or to do something because he's coming you know he's coming along in Libra trining Saturn, which is productive, and of course he can do the swap with Venus and he can be Mars and Scorpio saying to Saturn, hey, how about we go do this? Saturn's like, yeah, let's go do it. So there's a real forward motion energy, and that's on the 25th. That's when we're going to be at Omega. So I'm looking forward to that weekend. I think we're going to get a lot accomplished. The other thing that's happening this week is Vesta, the planet of home and hearth, is going into Scorpio. And that happens on September 20th also. Now, Vesta's interesting. If you've been walking around your house looking at stuff and going, I should get rid of that, I should get rid of that, I should get rid of that. This is the week to do it. <laughs> Actually, the month and a half, because Vesta is going to be in Scorpio until November, I think, 17th. And so this is a great time for you to throw away things, release things, look at stuff that's in the house, because Scorpio is garbage. That's one of its rulerships. And Vesta in Scorpio is throw away the garbage and get it cleared out, because once you clear it out, there's a new room, new things coming in. So we want to work with that energy of Vesta shifting into Scorpio and say, throw it away, throw it away. Marie Conduit, if you don't love it, if it doesn't bring you joy, out the door with it. So that energy happens this week, and Vesta shifts on the 20th, right as the moon, right before the sun goes into Libra, uh, which takes place on the 22nd. So Libra is going to be answering to a Venus in Scorpio, but Vesta's in Scorpio too. So she's going to be saying, yeah, I think we need to change this. I think we need to clean this. I think we need to move it and release it. So it's a really interesting week in terms of energy and also very provocative with Mercury in a trine to Jupiter, an opposition to Eris and a square to Pluto. And that is going to happen also on that lovely day of the sun going into Libra which means the fall ingress chart has that provocative energy. And right as the sun goes into Libra at 3.20, uh, we have at 3.06 p.m., we have Mercury opposite Eris. So we're going into the, the ingress, the season ingress, with that T-square freshly fired. Right? It'll be freshly fired. It'll have the energy. Mercury will have the energy that he got loaded up with, bringing it into the T-square bringing it into the new season. So whenever that happens, kind of sets the stage for a um, an energy where we're going to be working, because that T-square is living in the chart, even though it's, uh, it's happened already. But it then asks us to figure out how we're going to partner, what we're going to do uh, going forward. So it's an interesting week, and I do encourage you to kind of think about What's the bigger purpose of the partnership? What's the bigger purpose of the relationship? I know in my case, I was thinking, well, the bigger purpose is this, and um, yeah, and that's why I'm doing it, so that's okay. The uh, lower purpose is this. Do I want to feed that? Well, I could, but no, I don't think I want to feed that. I think I want to use it in a different way. So that's your options. Remember, we always have options of how we use the energy. So this week, the sun goes from uh, 28, Virgo, up to 4, Libra. And, of course, the ingress is important. It has the sesquiquadrate to Uranus in Taurus on the 
on the 21st, which can be an energy of, okay, a rupture or a separating because Uranus is on a world point answering to Venus in Scorpio. It also can be a super critical day. You watch if you get super criticized on the 21st. And we also have the sun talking to the nodes of fate on the 26th. So that's kind of a positive, fun energy. Uh, in Libra, he's in a, the sun's trining um, the north node in Gemini and sextiling the south node in Sag. Mercury this week moving slow because he's getting ready to station. He only goes from 22 to 25, but he's busy. And he he's loaded up because he's trining, he's, he's got a lot of, <laughs> he's got that trine to Jupiter, the square to Pluto, and the opposition to Eris right before the ingress. So he's going into that ingress fired, uh, fired up, passionate. Venus this week is going from 11 Scorpio to 18 Scorpio. She doesn't have a whole lot of aspects. She has the opposition to Uranus on the 23rd, so it's a little feisty energy with her there. And of course, she rules Uranus, so the two of them, uh, she, you know, Venus, Uranus, and Taurus reports into her, so she's given instructions to herself. But it also can be an internal argument. She has a nice trine to Athena that happens on the 23rd, and as I mentioned, she's running from 11 Scorpio to 18 Scorpio. Mars this week is running from 3 Libra to 8 Libra. Got that nice aspect to the nodes of fate on the 20th, and he has a little health aspect on the 24th. Uh, when he has a quindid chili to Neptune, but then he has a lovely trine to Saturn on the 25th, so that's helpful. Um, not much with Uranus this week. He does have an adjustment to relationships on the 21st uh, because he has a, a quincunx or an inconjunct. Chiron is sextile series. Uh, a lot of opportunity on how we partner with our health, ourself, our parents. Vesta, as I mentioned, enters Scorpio and is going to be there until November. Time to clean out the house, throw things away. And Athena and Juno are having a fight and a struggle. Athena is my vision of how I'm going to do it. Remember, she's retrograde, so Juno isn't necessarily listening to her because Juno's in Sag. So she's like, I don't know that you really want to go do that. And Juno goes, yes, I do. And you have to go, all right, <laughs> let's see how it works for you. Not going not gonna to give you a hard time about it, but you know, it might not work out the way you think it will. And, you know, this is where actions have consequences, and sometimes we're not in charge. We're not in charge. We're just not in charge. And so um, <laughs> if you're not feeling in charge this week, it's because you're not. It's okay. Uh, so as we mentioned, uh, let's do the lunations. Oh, Remo, you're right in the middle of the desk here, baby boy. Okay, so today the moon is in Pisces, and it goes void um, uh, tomorrow night at 7.55 p.m., and the full moon happens tomorrow night at 7.55 p.m. at 28 Virgo. And then the moon is void for a couple hours, and it goes into Aries at 11.13 p.m. Uh, and it's in Aries Monday late night, right? And then all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, goes void at 10.05 p.m. Wednesday. And it goes void with an opposition to Mercury. Now, remember, Mercury got loaded up by talking to Jupiter and, and Pluto and Eris, right? So there's at the end of the end of it, Moon and Aries pushes at Jupiter and Mercury and goes, ah, you heard the news. And Mercury goes, I did. I'm not sure I liked the news, but I heard it. And the ingress of the sun, as I mentioned, 321 on the 22nd. So the moon will be in Aries for this ingress, for the ingress chart. Remember, it covers the whole, in addition to the month, it covers the season. Um, and then we go void at uh, Wednesday night to on the 22nd, 10.05, and then at 8.30 in the morning, 8.38 on the 23rd, it goes into Taurus. 
and it's in Taurus on the 23rd, the 24th, and it goes void at 9 in the morning on the 25th, 9.09 in the morning on the 25th. It's void all day on the 25th, and it goes into Gemini at 8.36 p.m. on the 25th, and it goes void at 9.09 a.m. with a lovely trine to Pluto. So moon in Taurus trines Pluto on the 25th, which is a nice, good, delicious, working, closing aspect. So even though the moon is void on the 25th, there's a lot that will be accomplished or covered. And then when the moon goes into Gemini, the evening of the 25th, Saturday night, it'll be in Gemini the 25th, the 26th, the 27th, uh, and then it goes void at 12.18 a.m. on the 27th, and it goes void with a trine to Mercury, moon in Gemini, trine Mercury in Libra. Now, Mercury does station to go retrograde at 1.10 a.m. on the 27th, which means that the three days before and the three days after, Mercury is kind of in charge of. So that means Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then also the 27th, and then 28th, 29th, 30th. So again, we have Mercury station to go retrograde. So it's a great opportunity, and I always find it helpful. You know, you're going to meet your ghosts. You're going to meet your friends. You're going to meet your family. So I have a few people I haven't seen in a long time coming to the weekend at Omega, which I'm very excited about. Um, and I have some friends I see, you know, regularly. But I have people I've never met that I've talked to or given readings to coming. So it's kind of fun. So it's that energy of, oh, we're all part of the tribe. We're all part of the family. So you want to watch for that energy when the moon is in Gemini and also when it's in Taurus because the Gemini and the Taurus have a lot of, wow, we're really – we're really working together. We're helping and creating. The Aries moon, of course, is contentious, um, and that is uh, unfortunately feeding the um, <laughs> it's unfortunately feeding the ingress. But you know, we're just living in contentious times anyway. And then, of course, the full moon that we have on Monday night at 7:55 p.m. that uh, last degree of Virgo, last degree, 28 degree of Virgo, 28 degree of Pisces. Um, that is back to the March of 2020 new moon that happened when we all went out on COVID. I mean, I had my last dinner at a restaurant on March 15th. Uh, and this weekend, interestingly, I had my first two clients come to the house for readings since March of 20, 2020. I had one friend, Kathy, come when it was her birthday, but I know her. She's my friend, so she came but that's it. I haven't had anybody in the house for a reading. And they were like, can I come for a reading? And I'm like, I guess, I guess. And so I had two readings. Uh, so that's, you know, I guess was closed on in March of 2020. I shut down the calendar and said no in-persons. And then I op- I guess it's officially open again, right, because it's, now it's a full moon. So it's a nice week in terms of the Donald days. I think the ones we really want to watch are um, more from the intensity from Mercury, because uh, he's you know he's just really kicking some kicking some stuff. The 22nd, the moons are actually reasonably nice this week, but in terms of the intense days, I think we're going to give it to Monday, that full moon because the moon's in Pisces and it's feeling really sensitive, and then uh, the Thursday. The, the Wednesday, the 22nd. So we're going to call those the Donald, the DB days. And then the weekend, you know, great moon, great moon. So that's all good. And, of course, Mercury stationing to retrograde. Watch your ghosts. See who comes in. Make sure to talk to them. Remember, if somebody says something to you on purpose or says something to you that maybe is upsetting, your job is to go, oh, wow, that upset me. 
Figure out how you want to handle it. What do you want to do about it? What is the point of them doing that, right? Because they have a reason, too, remember? Everybody's working on these really deep things. And it's important for you to go, okay, the reason for bringing that up is this. The reason my reaction is this. What is my long-term strategic interest? Because you really do want to think long-term with these. You don't want necessarily an immediate reaction that is just out of irritation or anger or whatever. Lots of different ways to react, but reacting with consciousness is always helpful with this energy because it's very much about poke, 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 poke. And it also is important if you need to say something to say it because the energy, the choices people are making, your job, our job, I think, I think astrology is to help make us more conscious. And people can make unconscious decisions, but if they make conscious decisions, then it's a different reality. You know, so I was talking to someone and they said something to me and I was kind of like, hmm, wow, that's interesting. I didn't know about that. And, you know, we were, it was a conversation. We were continuing, you know, and it was something that they wanted to bring up and they brought it up. And I, I was a little like, okay, yeah, well, I do. I agree. I do that position. That's the other part. It's important. You know, my assistant has this wonderful uh, shirt that she wears, and I know I'm not going to quote it right, but it's like if in the face of oppression you're not doing anything, you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. And uh, understanding what the oppression is, conscious oppression, awareness of the oppression, and then understanding how you want to handle it, that's important energy right now. And also people are not always being truthful like that, lawyer was in Texas. I don't think he quite expected to get on the national news. Maybe he did. But um, certainly he's trying to save her job, you know, because you get on the national news for punching out somebody in a restaurant in New York. It can have repercussions on your employment history. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Again, we're just dealing with Mercury. He is just hopping up there. Lots of information coming out, whether it's the governor, the general calling the other general and saying, hey, we're not going to attack you in China. We'll call you before we attack you. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't, doesn't that get away the, okay. You know, I mean, it's just it's that kind of week. You know, it's just this that kind of year, I think. Uh, so I guess the whole point is to stay flexible and look at it and go, and what does that mean, you know? Because that's, that's what we do as humans. We try and find meaning in the world that swings. So consider joining us at Omega. In the meantime, have a great week and a happy full moon and a happy seasonal ingress. Remember, get that little egg out, have it stand on its head, and it won't move. I mean, make sure you put it in a bowl or something because once the sun finishes with it, it just rolls right over really quick, and then it rolls off the counter on the floor. I did that one time. That's why I'm sharing that with you. Um, or... Put the egg on the floor so it can't roll off the counter. Uh, so 3, 2, 1 p.m. on the 2, 2. Balance those eggs. East Coast time. Take care and have a great day. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.